Hello and welcome to this episode of Radio Free HPC. This is where we talk about supercomputing, high-performance computing, and other technology topics. I'm Dan Olds, joined as always by my co-host Henry Newman from Seagate Government Solutions and Shaheen Khan from Orion X. Now let's get to the show. Hello and welcome back to another scintillating episode of Radio Free HPC, post-ISC-19 edition. I'm Dan Olds, as always, and... We have Henry Newman and Shaheen Khan out there, as always. How you doing, guys? Doing great. Very well. Great. How was your week? I've been out of touch for the last eight days, out off in Frankfurt. How was Frankfurt, then? You were at ISC, I understand. It was Frankfurt-ish, kind of the usual Frankfurt, um, and that reminds me, my <laughs> catch of the week, <laughs> I've got it dialed in now. Um, no, it was, it was good. Well attended, great show as usual. Anything happened here while I was gone? Anything I need to know about? Oh, way too many for us to cover in this episode. Okay, okay. Henry, how you doing? I'm doing well. And I hear the plans for your uh, retirement hideaway are coming together? Not retiring anytime soon, Dan, but yes, the plans are coming together. Yeah, sometime in the fullness of time. <laughs> exactly. Yes. It's very poetic of you. So how was yes. ISC, Dan? ISC was great. I think it was probably the best ISC I can remember. Oh, there wow. were an awful lot of things going on. Not necessarily a huge amount of public news, but a um, an eventful show. I'm just trying to think of some of the things that I went through in some of my meetings uh, one of the interesting things, I met with both HPE and Frey, and I predict this is going to be a pretty good merit. It looks to me, it sounds to me, as if Cray will be coming into HPE as mostly a fully formed unit, that this is not one of those mergers or acquisitions that's been brought about in order to reduce costs or anything, that both parties are very anxious to find the synergy between the two and keep the technology moving and take advantage of what uh, Cray can bring to the table. And they still really supposed to close before the end of the year or when, when are they supposed I believe to believe so. Yes. That's the latest that I've heard. Interesting. And I think that the vast majority of H of Cray personnel will be welcomed into HPE and will be really taken advantage of. So in a will good way. Cray <laughs> be the umbrella under which other HPC assets from HPE will reside? I believe that's the way it's going to shake out. I think and I also believe that, um, that Peter Ungaro will be staying on. I, now, heard I, he get, I heard he was staying on for a year. I would imagine at least a year. I, but I would expect, I wouldn't be surprised to see it be much longer. Mm. That would be good. Yes. So by go. SC, will they make it to SC? So SC will be one company or do we not know? Unclear. Unclear. We Unclear. don't know that at this point. Unclear. Okay. They, they've got to be very careful about what they say and do and all of that during this period of time. I did get a take from one of their competitors that was uh, kind of funny and snarky that saying that basically HP is just buying themselves a bunch of money-losing deal. <laughs> <laughs> Which was pretty defensive. I, I think that there's some concern on the side of that vendor as to what's really going to happen in this. I would agree with you. I think it was a good move by HP. Yes. Yes, I do too. The other thing I saw was a demonstration that knocked my socks off. Oh, wow. I was wearing two pairs of socks. Hmm. It knocked off all four socks. I was abased. <laughs> so it was something that was shown to me courtesy of Lenovo in their NDA suite and something I could talk about that was in their NDA suite. And by the way, they've got a lot of great things coming down the road. Imagine two vials uh, separated by a pipe that has a valve in it. One of the vials 
about the size of a of a large softball is full of these white pellets about the size of BBs. The other vial is about a quarter full of water, just hmm. room temperature water. They had me touch it and everything was at room temperature. When they opened the valve in between the two vials, what happened is that the white BBs over the one vial started to heat up as they were pulling heat through that pipe enough to freeze the water on the other side. It's a special kind of silica, and it's known, uh, what they call it, is absorption cooling. And this silica absorbs heat to beat the band. And again, enough to freeze the water over on the other side. And this is used, going to be used in cooling systems by making radiators out of it. So, Dan, what is the temperature of the beads? Uh, temperature of the beads, and this was a really small-scale demonstration, they were noticeably warm to the touch, just the top layer of them. Wow. Mm-hmm. The thing is, and, and I asked, I said, well, you know. What's going on here? What's going on here, first of all, because to me it looks like magic. I said, what kind of strange devilment is this? And uh, it's a known chemical property of this solution that they've made the the BBs out of that it really wants to absorb heat out of anything it can. And the way you discharge them is by cooling them. So you'd have a fan going over the radiators made of this substance that recharges them and has them suck more heat out of warm water that's going through them. Making the assumption that this is not something from Penn and Teller or David Copperfield or Houdini. <laughs> um, my, my question is, how long do these beads last? These beads last forever. I asked them, I said, what's the lifespan on these? And they said, essentially forever, because it's just a very simple chemical process. They don't wear out. This is from a spinoff from the Fraunhof Institute. Did I pronounce that correctly, Shane? You're familiar with them. Fraunhofer. Fraunhofer, excuse me, Fraunhofer Institute. A very respected research organization in Germany. And they know what they're doing. They're in a very good place between academic and industrial research, the way I see it. Mm -hmm. I think that the, the challenge here, we didn't talk about cost or anything, and I would think that the challenge might be getting to volume to get the cost down. Mm. But in terms of base technology, that looks like a real winner to me. It is much more efficient than just a plain radiator liquid cooling approach. Yeah, I think this is one reason why these shows should not be held in Vegas. <laughs> Where do you have a pen and teller effect? When you do have pen and teller, that's right. We're going to turn this chicken into a liquid cooler for an, for an HPC system. But yeah, that was a really cool thing to see. Yeah, we'd like to hear more and learn more about what's going on in there. Yeah, I'm going to get in touch with them and do an interview and get down deeper into this technology because, again, this is very interesting stuff. I also saw a company called Aspiritas that does a immersive liquid cooling, not using pumps or anything, just using convection. Mm -hmm. That is something I'm going to dig more into as well. But of course, whatever he wants to hear about is the student cluster competition. Yes, How they about, do. Uh, yeah, actually, we do. let's do that. Go ahead, yeah, Gene. Yeah, what yeah. else? No. Well, you had another question. I wanted to know if there was any news about supercomputing in Europe, because last I heard, they were going to allocate big dollars to build supercomputers in Europe, like Exascale. Yeah, they're going to be building, I believe it's two or three high-end petaflop machines. Not positive where those have been announced, but I believe Finland is getting one of them. Mm -hmm. And then from there, marching on to Exascale, no real change to the plan of record that I heard about. Okay, but it sounded to me like they're spending on the order of 2 billion euros to do this. 
that it was big dollars. Big money, at least a billion euros, probably more. Because you look at those training systems on the route to exit scale, those are going to go at 500 million US each. That's right. Yeah, I found it. It says in phase one, there's two $486 million project. Yeah. Basically a billion. So, Basically yeah, a billion, billion in phase one. And those are pre-exascale systems. And actually, now that I think about it, I believe I heard France and Germany are getting those systems. Uh-huh. And then they said in the future, it'll have acquisition of two full exascale systems in the 2022-2023 timeframe. And at least one of them will be using, quote-unquote, European technology. I'm going to bet that both of them will be by then, and that's going to be uh, the combination of ARM and RISC-V. That European Processor Initiative thing, EPI? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it seems like between China, Japan, United States, and now Europe, we have four different distinct threats towards exascale. Well, what that means is, Shaheen, in my opinion, is there will be a software ecosystem to allow for exascale, and that is one of the things that's going to be challenging. There might be mm. four different ones, but I think they're going to converge. Yes, definitely something to track. Um, so student cluster competition. Here we go. Return to glory for the South Africans of CHPC. Nice job. I don't have all the scores yet, so I can't tell you exactly how they crafted that win. You're going to do your usual tabulation? I will do my usual tabulation with not just the winners and the losers, but I also have an efficiency metric that's like seven big mm. Excel tabs wide. <laughs> so I'll be doing mm. that. But it was a very good competition. Some of the applications included CP2K, Swift, and a AI climate modeling exercise with TensorFlow and great teams had what we have 14 teams 15 teams Hmm. from all over the world CHPC came out on top narrowly defeating China's premier team Tsinghua but we had a big surprise in third and that was ETH from Switzerland Uh really yes under I don't know if you guys know this guy but he's great Hussein Haraki He's a great guy, but I think he had them running the Alps while he was trailing them in a funicular, screaming at them. <laughs> he trained them up really well. For a first-time team, they not only took home third place, they took home Linpack as well. Oh, that's, nice. a big, that's a big deal. Yeah, good job. That good is job. a huge deal. What's funny is that the Linpack scores were down from the records that we saw at SC of uh, 56.03, I believe, down around, we're around 39.40 this year. Not sure why. I'm not, I got to look at the configurations. and Obviously, it's it the configurations. There were less GPUs, I would think. We had a couple of teams with 16 GPUs, including a university, a UMass team that had, get this, 16 GPUs, two nodes, 1.4 terabyte worth of memory. Wow. That's some power draw, man. That is some serious power draw. The only problem is, is that they had problems getting their interconnect going. Otherwise, that should have taken the Linpack record and then some. Oh, yeah. That would be a new. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A world record. I think we might see them at uh, SC, and let's hope they get that stuff going, because I would really like to see how that machine performs. I'm starting to think that fewer, more powerful nodes along with some great optimization, is the way to win this competition. So there you go. Anybody have a... Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I hear that familiar sound. Anybody have a catch of the week? (laughs) I do. I do. What do you got? My catch of the week is from Krebs, of course. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) 
given all our medical records are have gone away to various companies, now the companies that who lost the medical records have declared bankruptcy. Well, there oh. you go. Nice. Nice. Is it a speculative bankruptcy in light of all the lawsuits that are going to I face? Don't, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's kind of like, well, it's, yeah. Well, it's speculative and that they've lost all their customers. Like, this oh, company. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there is that. We have lost all of our customers. Good. What do you got, Shaheen? So I've got something historical. Tom Lyon, who we love and who's the CTO of DriveScale, and we know him from all times at Sun. He had a tweet that was really, really cool. This is a paper that he found called the Sociotechnical Beginnings of APL. APL is in the programming language. This is a paper by Eugene McDonnell, who was there, and paper was first published in 1979. Wow. And the references that it has down there are from 1964, which is a paper by Gene Amdahl talking about the structure of the System 360, all the way to 1978, the evolution of APL in SIGPLAN. So for those of you who are historically inclined, it is just a fabulous paper. Oh, Highly recommend Very cool. I have a catch of the week. It's about ISC, and we noticed something different in the Marriott, which is sort of the clubhouse hangout for to see and to be seen for all the supercomputing types. Last year, they used to have a honor bar that would... You could go in and grab a beer oh, or I a Coke that. or something like that, and you put your room name on it and that sort of thing. Well, a friend of mine and I were sitting in the lobby after ISC last year. We noticed they were auditing and completely tearing down everything in that honor bar and rolling it away on big cart. We arrived this year. They've done a remodel. No more honor bar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That's now that's now a place that it takes a room key to get in and I believe has a full time receptionist. That so is yeah, too bad. No more honor bar because there wasn't I believe there wasn't enough honor among us at, at ISC. That is too bad. And on that note, on that dishonorable note, let's go ahead and call <laughs> that a show and we'll be back at you with another episode of Radio Free HPC very soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Radio Free HPC. And as a quick note, the views and opinions of Henry Newman are his and do not reflect any policy or position of Seagate Government Solutions or Seagate Technology. Thank you for listening.